There are three sources of vitamin D, food, sunlight or ultraviolet light exposure, and supplements. Food only contributes about 10% of total vitamin D requirements for most people with, the, with an average diet. So it's not a sufficient source of uh, vitamin D for many people, which is why so many are deficient. And sunlight is not really a viable um, exposure, route of exposure for most people now because of our indoor lifestyle. You know, those, we live in the Bay Area in the wintertime, you know, the solar angle is low, so even if we are exposed to sun, we may not produce very much vitamin D. Um, so vitamin D is one of those nutrients that many people actually probably do benefit from supplementing with, although that, even that is somewhat controversial. Um, cod liver oil also contains vitamin D in addition to vitamin A. Um, one teaspoon contains 400 IU, which is 100% of the RDA for vitamin D. Uh, also, vitamin A and D have a synergistic relationship. Vitamin A protects against toxicity of vitamin D and vice versa. Um, so this, is, again, is another nice nutrient synergy thing that's happening in a whole food. Um, and act, cod liver oil uh, kills three birds with one stone. It doesn't just have vitamin A and vitamin D. It also contains EPA and DHA, which are the long-chain omega-3 fats, which are anti-inflammatory and which many Americans also don't get enough of. Uh, sun exposure, ultraviolet light exposure is the best option if it's feasible. Uh, full body exposure to midday summer sun will produce about 10,000 IU of vitamin D in half the amount of time it takes your, sun, your skin to turn pink. And I put it specifically that way because you know, everyone has different skin tones. So someone with darker skin will have to spend more time in the sun to produce that amount of vitamin D, where someone with very pale skin, that could happen in as little as 10 to 15 minutes in the summer when the solar angle is high or if you're living in a more, you know, equatorial region. Uh, however, both obesity and inflammation have been shown to decrease the conversion of sunlight into vitamin D. So you could take you know, 10 different people and they would produce, even with the same skin tone, and they, might, they would produce different le uh, levels of vitamin D given a certain amount of exposure to, to sunlight based on what's happening in their body. So there, there are a lot of factors to consider. Uh, so D3 supplementation is often required for the reasons that I just mentioned. Um, my target, the target I would suggest is between 40 to 60 nanograms per milliliter. You see some recommendations to drive vitamin D very high up to 100. I don't believe those are justified or warranted and I think there's some concern about toxicity at that level. Um, the Institute of Medicine recommends a range of 25 to 50. Uh, I think 40 to 60 is a nice, safe middle range that is um, not very controversial in the scientific literature. It is important to get your vitamin D levels tested. I have seen many patients in the clinic who have toxic levels of vitamin D because they went to the doctor again several years ago. They got tested. They were really low. The doctor put them on 10,000 IU. Uh, you know, a day, a very high dose, and they continued to take that dose for several years, and then they come in and they get tested and their level's 120 or 130. Levels of vitamin D that high have been associated with kidney stones and arterial calcification. More 
de deposition of calcium in the arteries, which increases the risk of heart disease, which is the number one cause of death. So we're, we're not doing any favors um, by you know, taking very high amounts of vitamin D for a long period of time, and it really is important to get your levels tested. Your doctor will do it. You can order even at-home at tests. It's very easy to do. So just make sure that you do that if you are going to supplement with vitamin D.